0: Hi, I'm Cam Patterson. I'm the Chancellor at the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences, and you are listening to the Arkansas Inc. Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Arkansas Inc. Podcast, where we discuss the latest topics and trends in economic development with subject matter experts and influencers from across the nation and around the world. Welcome to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. This is Clint O'Neill. I serve as Deputy Director of the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. On the Arkansas Inc. podcast, we have the opportunity to talk to a wide range of leaders, including startup founders, economic development leaders, and even our governor. Our guest today is Cam Patterson, Chancellor of the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences, with more than 10,000 employees. The organization that Dr. Patterson leads is complex, innovative, and plays a critical role in Arkansas's economy and healthcare. Dr. Patterson has served as the UAMS Chancellor since June 1, 2018. As chancellor, Dr. Patterson leads Arkansas's only health sciences university with a mission to educate tomorrow's healthcare professional, perform research that leads to new treatments, and deliver patient care around Arkansas. A renowned cardiologist Dr. Patterson has served as the principal investigator or co-investigator on projects that have received more than $60 million in grants from the National Institutes of Health, the American Heart Association, and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. He has been published in 323 peer-reviewed publications, and he plays guitar for his band, Fox Green. Dr. Patterson, welcome to the Arkansas, Inc. podcast. Clint, it's great to have a chance to chat with you today. Dr. Patterson, you're a chancellor... You're a physician, researcher, family man, fisherman, and a rock star. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Well,
0: Clint, I I was born in Mobile, Alabama, uh, Roll Tide. Grew up paying a lot of attention to sports, but also uh, being outdoors a lot. Learned how to fish down on the Gulf Coast, and that's been a lifelong passion for me. So living here in Arkansas is the best of all possible worlds in that regard. Two of the best trout fisheries in the world right here in Arkansas, the White River and the Little Red River went to college at Vanderbilt and went to medical school at Emory. And when I was at Emory, I met a physician assistant named Christine Blair. She and I fell in love on the wards at Grady Memorial Hospital. And uh, we're now proud parents of three uh, young Arkansans who are enjoying the benefits of education and lifestyle here in Arkansas. And yeah, I do have a band. It's called Fox Green. Uh, We uh, played the Arkansas State Fair a couple weeks ago. We're going to be playing the Whitewater Tavern January 23rd, and we've got an album out on Bandcamp.
1: Great. Well, Dr. Patterson, I don't know how popular your Roll Tide comment's going to be with our, with our listening audience, but so happy to have you in Arkansas. Well, I can still call the hogs, too. That's right. UAMS and its employees, along with so many other healthcare institutions and professionals across Arkansas, have been the very epicenter of the COVID pandemic. On behalf of all Arkansans, I would like to express our deepest gratitude to healthcare workers around the state for their tireless work Including the many healthcare professionals and supporting staff at UAMS, Dr. Patterson, can you give us an update on how your team is doing, and and what kind of encouragement would you pass along to healthcare workers around the state during this time?
0: Well, Clint, this has obviously been uh, not business as usual. COVID nineteen is something that none of us were completely prepared for, and uh, yeah, it's, it's been a challenge. Uh, it's been a challenge for healthcare providers. It's been tough to uh, see so many people ill in the hospital uh, with what is now a preventable problem. We've had almost 200 of our patients die from COVID-19. We've had to open up additional wards to provide care for patients. And what we're doing is what every other healthcare system across the state is doing, expanding capacity to meet an acute need. The real challenge has been, it's not that we need more beds, we need more healthcare providers. And that's been our our major limitation, and that's put a strain on everybody. The wear and tear on our frontline caregivers is noticeable. We've seen people who have decided to step away from their professions for a while. I I hope that they are just on the sidelines and they come back in the game later on because we need them. But we've also seen health care at its best. I can't be more proud of Team UAMS and the work that they have done, uh, we have done, to get PPE available for people in the state when that was a crisis, to make testing available for people in the state of Arkansas when that was a crisis, to distribute vaccines when they became available, and to provide great healthcare, holding hands, comfort for families, patients uh, who are in need. I'll tell you, the most gratifying thing that has happened in the course of all this is what you just said, people saying thank you. And I've heard so many times people in our state say, now I understand what UAMS does. Now I understand why UAMS is so important for the state of Arkansas. You know, we need to make sure that we continue to perform at a high level so that 3 million people in our state remain proud of what we are, are able to do as the state's only academic medical center.
1: Well, the topic of employee engagement, talent retention is so important. Let's talk about that for a minute, starting with the decision you made in 2018 to move you and your family to Arkansas. Can you give us the background of that and, and how you and your wife and your children have enjoyed Arkansas so far?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, we um, uh, moved here from New York. I was the chief operating officer at New York Presbyterian Hospital, while Cornell Medical Center in Manhattan. That was actually the first job that I had uh, ever taken in a hospital that was not a state institution. And I learned a tremendous amount. Our kids got exposed to culture, great opportunities in New York. But we knew that uh, we wanted to get back down south. Uh, And when the opportunity to come to UAMS presented itself... We jumped at the opportunity, and and it was probably not the best time in the history of UIMS from a financial standpoint, but uh, it, it was a great opportunity. And our kids have enjoyed the transition. We've been very impressed with the educational opportunities here in the state of Arkansas. You know, I've looked at jobs. And, and Clint, maybe you have, too, where you say, well, what's it like living in the city? And and people will go, well, you could live here or here or here or here, but actually everybody lives here because it's the only school district that's any good. You know, we've got good public schools. We've got, you know, the Catholic school system is excellent. We've got great private schools. Uh, So you've got educational options. You don't have to choose where you live based on school. You can choose your school based on where you live. And that's, I think, something that's really healthy here. Also, the friendliness in Little Rock. We met more of our neighbors in the first month of living here in Little Rock than we did in five years in in New York. So
1: uh, we we feel at home here. Very good. Good to know that the uh, reputation we have of southern hospitality has not let you down. The UAMS mission is to improve the health and health care of Arkansans. Why is this important from an economic development perspective?
0: Well, it, it's important because health care is expensive. And taking care of health care problems is much more expensive than preventing health care problems. Uh, I mean, you can just look at, at COVID-19. Uh, the cost of vaccination is trivial compared to the cost of taking care of just one inpatient uh, who has complications from COVID-19. And the same is true for diabetes. The same is true for obesity. These are issues that are profoundly important here in the state of Arkansas. Uh, if you're thinking about moving a company and you've got 100 or 1,000 employees, uh, you want to make sure, that A, that they have access to good healthcare, and, and B, that the employees that you're recruiting are going to be you know, able to work every day, that they're not going to be incurring additional healthcare costs. Being 46 in terms of health care outcomes is not good enough if if we're going to be a truly attractive state for people who are looking to create great businesses.
1: Dr. Patterson, what are some of UAMS's successes that you are most proud of?
0: Well, there have been a lot, Clint. Uh, You know, I think the financial turnaround that we uh, maneuvered put us in the position of moving forward rather than moving backwards. You know, sometimes when you go through those types of changes, feathers get ruffled and people get unhappy, it turn out to be just the opposite. you know. And if, if I think of things that stand out, uh, it's what our employees and the people who know UAMS say about UAMS as a workplace. We are one of the top 100 employers in the country as workplace for women. We are the number seven workplace in the country for uh, diversity issues, and the Democratic Gazette said that UAMS is the best place to work in the state of Arkansas this year. You know, I, I think that that says a lot about what we are, who we are, our commitment to our mission, and and the fact that that commitment resonates with the people who consider themselves members of Team UMS. And that is far and away the you know the, the accomplishment that I'm most proud of in the three and a half years that I've been here.
1: That's great. When economic development prospects ask us about Arkansas and we're describing the assets, we talk about real estate, we talk about business climate, but most of all, we talk about the people. And we say that we'll put the workforce of Arkansas up against any other state. So it's very encouraging to hear you say those things about the workforce of UMS and your team.
0: Yeah. You know, I've worked in New York. I've worked in North Carolina. I've worked in Georgia. I've worked in Texas. And I've been all over the country. Yeah, I put our
1: healthcare workers up against anybody else's. As I noted earlier, UAMS employs more than 10,000 people in the state. Here's another impressive fact that may surprise our listeners. UAMS has employees in 73 of Arkansas's 75 counties. Can you give us an overview of UAMS's services throughout the state, particularly in rural areas? Sure. You know, that's a, a great question. And, you know, when when I talk to people
0: about UAMS, they often think of one component of UAMS as being the whole thing. Well, UAMS is the hospital in Little Rock, or UAMS is the medical school. Well, UAMS is much more than that. Uh, we are all across the state. We've got eight regional campuses across the state. We're about to add a ninth in El Dorado. We're very excited about that. We provide uh, primary care services uh, across the state. We educate over 70% of the healthcare professionals who practice here in the state of Arkansas. So those missions touch really everybody here in our state. And, and you know we feel that if there is some community, some person who has difficulty in accessing health care, that's our responsibility. It's not the county's responsibility. It's not the city's responsibility. We're a state entity. So we, we are looking at what are the ways that we can make sure that everyone is connected to the healthcare care system and everyone has equal access to the healthcare care system. You know, a big component of this is, you know, granted, a big component is bricks and mortar, having, having more clinics, but another big component is digital health. That's a way that we can shrink the size of our state and make it easier for people to access UAMS health care options. And our state's initiative to improve broadband access, you know, we're glad that we're uh, helping to participate in that. But that's going to help kids in schools and that's going to help businesses. That's also going to help people who need access to health care.
1: So how does UAMS attract and recruit the best medical talent? I'm
0: very proud of the fact that we have been able to recruit at an extraordinarily high level since I've been here. Our two most recent chair candidates, chair recruits for pediatrics is coming from Duke uh, and for psychiatry is coming from Stanford. You know, those are the top of the top institutions in the country. What we find is that if we can convince people to come here and see the state, get them to come to Little Rock, get them to see Northwest Arkansas and all the great things that are going there, to appreciate the fact that you can be in any part of the state from from Little Rock within about three hours, and that there's so much to do, especially in terms of outdoor activities. It becomes a much easier sell than I thought it was going to be.
1: So how does the medical school impact attracting workers? Uh, do, do you find that a lot of people come here to UAMS for school and love Arkansas and, and- stick around for employment opportunities? Well, they
0: do, actually. And, and you know, we always like to brag on those areas where we are at the very top. And UAMS is the number two medical school in the country in retaining medical students to continue to practice in-state. So if a student comes to Arkansas, comes to UAMS and, and goes through medical school, uh, they're uh, Uh, more likely to stay in state and to provide care for people in state than almost any other medical school in in the country. And I think that says a lot about the state of Arkansas. It it says that, you know, UAMS is fulfilling our mission to populate the state with with more healthcare professionals. And, you know, I I think it it says a lot about our community, uh, that people feel that uh, this is a place that they want to set down roots in. Uh, They want to raise a family. They want to uh, join church. They want to be a part of a community. Uh, And that's why we consider uh, our our medical school and, in fact, all of our training programs to be sticky, sticky in a good way.
1: Sure. That's great. It's very encouraging. Is there an area or specialty that UAMS is focusing on now for talent recruitment? Well, you know, we, we always
0: have recruitment going on. We are Growing very fast in northwest Arkansas, we've got a sports medicine program up there. We now take care of all the Razorback athletes. So that's a growth area for us. Our, our research programs are growing substantially. We've increased our research funding by about 75% over the past three years, which is pretty remarkable. So there's a lot of growth in in those areas Our digital health programs are growing rapidly, and we're continuing to look for more opportunities to partner with healthcare facilities across the state to improve access to services. We're building a new cancer center in collaboration with Baptist Health in El Dorado, right next to the Medical Center for South Arkansas, for example. You're going to see a lot more of that across the state.
1: Let's talk a little bit more about the economic development impact that UMS has on the state of Arkansas. Can you talk about UMS's BioVentures Business Incubator? Well,
0: you know, research is a great thing. Uh, you know, it helps us to understand mechanisms of disease. But at the end of the day, we want to make sure that the research that we do gets to the bedside. And, and BioVentures is, is the mechanism that we use to, to make that happen. Uh, you know, I, I, I came here with a commitment that Uh, We were going to expand BioVentures. Kevin Sexton is our our new director of of BioVentures. He's innovative, outside-the-box thinker, a a guy who already has experience in spinning off his own companies. We need to create a a richer pipeline. We've got all kinds of financial startups downtown here in Little Rock.
1: I'd like to see Little Rock known just as much for biomedical startups as well. That's excellent. And for our listening audience, that's a different Kevin Sexton than the one that used to work for ADC and now plays a lot of golf at Hot Springs Village. In 2019 our, our, our Kevin Sexton is not allowed to play golf right now. <laughs> He's got too much to do. In 2019, under your leadership, UAMS unveiled its 10-year strategic plan, Vision 2029. Expand on this plan and the impact that it will have for UAMS and Arkansas.
0: Well, first of all, I, I'd say I've participated in a lot of strategic planning processes in the course of my career, and usually once they're done, somebody prints off a copy and puts it on a shelf somewhere, and that's where it sits. Our strategic plan, Vision 2029, is a living, breathing document. You know, The other challenge that, that I've seen with, with strategic plans in the past is that they are uncoupled from the resources that you actually have, so they're grandiose and, and often impractical. We intentionally put together three different processes in sequence. The first was creating our strategic plan. The second was a facilities master plan to create the, the bricks and mortar that are needed to implement the strategic plan. And then, and then finally, capital campaign. And, and we're, we're beginning to put together our plans for our, our, our next capital campaign um, under the guidance of our new vice chancellor for institutional advancement, John Urk. Because we have lined up our strategy with our facilities and then and then with our our capital needs, uh, we've been able to stay pretty much on pace with our strategic plan. We 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 keep track of our progress in all areas. Everybody reports their uh, successes and 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 areas where they have been less than successful in, in meeting our timelines for the strategic plan. And even in spite of the COVID-19 pandemic, we've been able to stay on pace with our strategic plan. You can see it with your eyes. You know, we've got lots of construction going on here in Little Rock. We're going to begin construction of our sports medicine facility in Springdale next year. And a lot of it is, you know, the people that we bring on board from across the country are people who we train and who are staying on board to, to be a part of Vision 2029. Our goal for Vision 2029 is that by 2029, Arkansas will be the healthiest state in this region. I think that that's an attainable goal. But to get there, we've got a lot of hard work to do, and we're ready to do it.
1: Well, Dr. Patterson, thank you for your leadership, your vision that you bring to the state of Arkansas for visitors to the state of Arkansas, whether it be talent recruitment or just somebody coming in for the holidays, what are maybe two or three things that that you would recommend for people to to get out and do and see in in Arkansas?
0: Well, first of all, make sure you set aside enough time because there's a lot to do here. If you're interested in in the outdoors, the state park system across um, Arkansas is exceptional. You can go in pretty much any direction and find something that will be amazing. This is a foodie place, too, and I think people forget, you know, you get some New Orleans influence coming all the way up here. You got the barbecue coming from the Delta. Make sure that you avail yourselves of that and just spend some time with people who live here. That's going to be probably the thing that you'll enjoy the most.
1: Dr. Patterson, tell us a little bit more about your band, Fox Green. How did it get started and where can listeners find your music?
0: Well, when I moved to Little Rock, uh, there was an article in the Democrat Gazette, about uh, myself, my family, my interests. I, I talked about playing in a band up in New York. And I, I got an email from a social worker uh, at the VA who's on faculty at UA Little Rock, who said, hey, you know, I like music too. You wanna get together and, uh, you know, let's chat. I, I met with this guy, his name named Dave Hoffpower, great guy. Uh, he played in Ho Hum, uh, uh, an Arkansas band that toured internationally back in the day. And uh, he said he had this guy who lives near Hot Springs, who writes songs, and he thought it would be great if I had a little bit of bandwidth, if we could try to get together. And it turned into a, a band that we call Fox Green. We released our first album last year. It was called The Longest April. Guess what that is about? And uh, you know, because of COVID-19, we've had limited chances to, to play out until uh, more recently. It's, it's a, I, I would say it's, it's Americana somewhere in that neighborhood you know it's not too loud and raucous but it's not too tame either uh, and you can find our CD on bandcamp if you just search Fox Green bandcamp or Fox Green the longest April bandcamp you can get a copy of the CD for yourself and we're about to head back into uh, the studio with Jason Weinheimer to start recording our second record it's all written
1: great. Our guest today has been Dr. Cam Patterson, Chancellor of the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences. Dr. Patterson, thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. It's been my pleasure, Clint. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. This is Clint O'Neill, Deputy Director of the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. For more information about AEDC, visit ArkansasEDC.com and connect with us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in.